2: Welcome to another episode of HFC Chat, the podcast made by the fans for the fans. In today's episode, we will be taking a look back at the final game of the normal season that took place last Saturday, a game which saw 1,700 pulleys enter Victoria Park for the very first time in well over a year. You know, I woke up on Saturday morning and I wasn't going myself, but I was excited for everyone who was going and it must have been such a great occasion um, you know to have been in now I know that you went um, to the game as well Davo we're about to go on to that in a minute but we're also going to take a look an extensive look ahead of our playoff quarterfinal against Bromley which will take place this Sunday 2.30 kickoff as Luke Bell and Ben Hope join us later on in the episode the end of the season awards were handed out at the weekend with Reese Oates picking up both accolades a discussion point for later but first of all To start the podcast, we will dive in to a review of last weekend's result.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. Just quickly before I do start, obviously you've spoken there a little bit about your excitement. I mean, waking up Saturday morning was such such a buzz. You know, obviously for the last year, there's been no pre-match excitement. So to get up that Saturday morning and to be getting hyped about the game, getting ready, you know, everything about it was just so great. But anyway, getting back onto the point. Yes, we are starting with Saturday's resounding victory over Weymouth. And this one is as straightforward as it gets, really. Poles, I thought, cruised to a 4-0 win without any real contest from the visitors. But, you know, despite that, Poles, they didn't disappoint. We were able to get a real glimpse of some classy, slick footballing spells. And, some, and also some very good individual performances as well. Players like Jamie Sterry, Mark sheldon Resort, who, in my opinion, stood out as probably key performers. Obviously, Shelton, who later went on in the game to, to win Man of the Match. However, the two main talking points on the game will be the fact that our results and Stockport confirm that we finished 4th in the National League, which, of course, like you've said, as we know, now means a home playoff quarterfinal against Bromley this coming Sunday. And the second point, a very exciting point, I may add, was that we've seen the return of 1,700 poolies for the first time since last March. Jack, I mean, how good was it, not just to see poles win, you know, so emphatically, but also seeing the return of the amazing poles fans who've had to wait such a long time, not only to get a glimpse of Victoria Park, but to watch a live football match?
2: Well, as you said, mate, just then, how good was it to have fans? we both touched on it already. You know, most importantly for me, and, you know, the fans that were there on Saturday, the ones that got priority, that had shown complete loyalty to the club during the pandemic, unsure whether they would get to see a game back at Victoria Park this season. And, you know, everyone who got in there on Saturday has got a glimpse of the team that we all wish we could be watching week in, week out. And we haven't said that for a very long time. You know, Hartlepool United for the, well, the first time since I've started supporting them over the last 13 years, you know, I'm proud to be a pulley. going round and my mates asking me, oh, how did pools get on at the weekend? Because they actually know that they did well and that I've been talking about it. So, you know, that was incredible that people have managed to get back in and to see pools in action. As you said, it was a resounding win. And for me, it just helps build the confidence going into what will be a tough game on Sunday that will decide if we progress on to Stockport away the following Sunday. But I think it also sends out a message to Bromley that we really do mean business. You know, we've had many chances this season to, to beat teams convincingly and, you know, teams that we should be beating we haven't taken our opportunities but I just think that you know Saturday to go out in front of the fans I think that will have helped to have a bit of an atmosphere in there to score four goals really does show our intent and hopefully we can carry that on to Sunday you know for me watching back on the highlights as I said I wasn't there but it was hard to pick a favourite goal three of the four really stood out for me one thing I really want to mention though is how key Mark Shelton is I think he's a player that is really underrated at the club. You know, he just goes about his business in midfield, sort of like Nicky Featherston in terms of, you know, sometimes he goes under the radar, even though he's doing such good work. And but, you know, as he said, he won man of the match and and he's a player that for me this season has really come on and we've we've started to see the best of him. You know, he got a goal, as you said, at the end of the towards the end. And you know that that was great. And then Gavin's goal, you know, showed great determination to beat his man and get up, stay on his feet. And that was one thing, um, Davo. I don't know whether you saw on on Facebook and social media about the story that a young lad had given Gav his favourite teddy bear or something and named it um, had named it Gav. And when Gav scored, he ran over and celebrated, which, you know, was a really nice touch, a really nice moment, something you wouldn't get with the bigger clubs. And I think that just really, you know, added to the whole. Experience of, of having fans back in, and perhaps a sign of how much the players really valued there. And it was obviously great that they were able to, you know, show the appreciation to the fans after the game by doing the customary lap of honour. So, yeah, you know, Saturday, what a brilliant result! What a way to finish a normal season. For once, we're actually going into a playoff compa- campaign. And although I'm extremely nervous already, and I'm sure that will be discussed later on with the two guests we've got and the preview. You know, it's exciting time for the club. As customary, well, perhaps not, as this is a special one that we have not encountered before. Davo, you are going to be taking us through your preview ahead of Sunday's massive playoff quarter-final clash against Bromley at the Vic with kickoff being at 2.30pm.
1: Absolutely. Well, it's fair to say it when it comes to our record against Bromley, it isn't the greatest We have met on seven occasions since our drop to the National League with Pools winning just one, drawing one and losing five times. However, if I am to put a positive spin on this, that one win did come at Victoria Park. Pools come into this one in a drop of form, shall we say, in the last six games. Pools have won three, drawn none and lost three with a return, of course, of nine points. Compared to Bromley, who are a very informed team at the moment, In their last 10 games, they have managed to win seven, draw twice and lose just once, returning a very impressive 23 points. The most recent outing for the Ravens was last Saturday, the 29th, where they beat playoff rivals Notts County 1-0 at home. And just lastly, their top goal scorer, who is also this year's top goal scorer for the National League, is Michael Cheek who was scored 23 times in 43 games. I'm going to collect predictions from everyone as we move through this podcast. But for now, I'd like to welcome Ben Hope onto the podcast for the first time. How are we keeping, mate? We both saw that you have managed to get your tickets sorted for Sunday's game after a very early start today. But I bet you can't wait to be back in there again on Sunday, can you?
3: Yeah, honestly, can't wait. I'm good, thank you. But I come down to Hartlepool... Left Nottingham about 2 o'clock this morning, got to Hartlepool, had a nice six-hour wait, but I got my ticket and I'm really excited for the match. That's great to hear, Ben. I mean,
2: that's proper commitment. As Davo said, welcome onto the podcast. Now, how confident are you going into Sunday's game based on the last performance with that 4-0 win over Weymouth at the Vic? I,
3: mean, I don't think you could end the season on a better note, winning 4-0, going into the playoffs. You know... They have, they're coming into it on great form. But again, we've won 4-0, so I'm very confident going into that game that we can beat them.
1: Based on what you've just said, I mean, what were your thoughts and hopes going into this season? I mean, did you think we'd be up there, you know, in this position, fight not only fighting for promotion, but even getting a playoff place like we have? And what do you think has been the key to success if there is just one, which I doubt?
3: Well, I thought we would be in and around the playoffs. I didn't think we'd cement it as we have done. Um, Based on last season, obviously, we pushed on to get into the playoffs and obviously the season was ended early. But I I did think we would be in and around, but I think we have done a lot better than I thought we would do. Um, In terms of standing out, I think the signings really. You know, resorts he's come back. He's a completely different player to what we had. Uh, Luke Armstrong, he's come in and he's smashing the goals in. And you can't ask for anything other than that. Yeah, as you said there, you mentioned Reese
2: Oates, who did pick up both end-of-season awards. You know, for you, was he your player of the season? And if so, why? But if not, who would you say was your player of the normal season, so to speak?
3: Yeah, I think it's got to be Reese Oates, purely on how he's improved from what he was when he was here last
1: Finally, Ben, can I have your prediction going into Sunday and how influ- influential sorry, do you think it will be to have the fans in on Sunday, given the importance of this game?
3: Yeah, I'd, I'd like to go for a solid 2-0 win to Pools um, in terms of the fans being in. It's, it's got to be a big boost. You know, you saw on Saturday yourself how much of a boost it gives the players and the result we got. So it, it's got to be a massive boost.
2: Yeah, I think it's going to be even more important having fans in for a playoff game, you know, because if the lads are getting tired or whatever, if the game does go into extra time, you know, the boys can be G'd up by knowing the reward of not only winning and progressing on the stock court, but also, you know, the, the final whistle when those scenes kick in, if pools do, and we all hope they do get that win, you know, it's going to be really important. Well, thanks for coming on, Ben. We really do appreciate that. Perhaps if we do progress, you'll be happy to come on again.
3: Yeah, 100%. I'd like to thank you for inviting me on. You know, I've really enjoyed it and I'd I've, I've come back on in the future. No problem, at all. Thanks
2: for coming on. It's much appreciated, mate. The next guest that we've got on is someone who proved very popular in the last episode he featured in and clearly had done his homework. Luke Bell joins us now. How's everything going, pal? And how good was it to be back for the 4-0 win last weekend?
4: Alright Jack, alright Dave. Yep, yeah, everything's going sound after that 4-0 win at the weekend. It was a brilliant performance. You know, we we looked like we we're going to score every single attack we had. I mean, we in for a bit of a poor team. Um I can't believe we lost 1-0 away to them. But overall, you can't really complain with that performance put in last weekend. Proper professional performance. 4-0 win at home in front of the fans and we could show them some appreciation after the season we've had behind the screen. Um watching all the streams home and away. And it was nice to give them a big round of applause and a bit of a sing song after the game and during the game um, and show them how much the, t- the club means to the town. Uh, Luke, great to have you on again. But how confident
1: are you going into this game on Sunday?
4: Not going to lie, I think it's going to be a bit of a tough battle. I don't think we've beat them in the league over the last few seasons. I think we're more than capable right now in this moment of time, um, especially with Luke Armstrong back and the team, hopefully as well, You know, instead of Danny Elliott, even though he did have a good game last weekend. But I think looking at the game Sunday, I think Bromley will sit back, they'll soak up the pressure for 60 or 70 minutes of the game and they'll try to look to hit us on the counter-attack. But I think we're more than capable at the back. We know with Lidl, Cass, Sterry, Johnson, Ferguson and the keeper, I think we're more than capable to deal with that pressure. They're a tall team, physical team, but we just need to get an early goal in and get the fans roaring and up for it because they won't want to be there and they're, you know, they'll be defending all game. If we just hit with them, them counter-attacks all the time um, and we've got such a good attack and threat going forward. That's brilliant.
1: And moving on to another point now, which is quite a delicate one, which, you know, it's Brad James, who has recently come into the fold over Henrik Ravas. And, you know, this is really difficult because I can't and I don't want to criticise him because at the end of the day, he's a young kid. You know, he's learning his trade. He's learning on the job. And I think from his point of view, you know, he signed on loan, which with probably not much anticipation of game time. And, you know, he's found himself in a team... which at the moment is under a lot of pressure you know, the last five, six, seven games, we were trying to get third, but, you know, there is talent there. We've seen that, but I think one of the big problems is we've also seen that there is vulnerabilities to his game. You look at the Sutton game, for example, and the the free kick that they scored, you know, I mean, I'm no expert. I'm no goalkeeper myself, you know, but it's a simple collection. And sadly it resulted you know, in an unforced era in the rest of his history, really. But do you think he will continue between the sticks? And who do you feel is going to be key going into this playoff campaign? I know it'll be hard to narrow it down, but surely the experience of Gary Little will help us going forward in the next few games.
4: Yeah, I've got to agree with you there, Dave. I think I think it's a bit of a tough one, isn't it? You know, we've had Henrik Ravas all this season. He's played a few games and he's to be honest, he's done okay. He hasn't really put a foot wrong. Um, but I think what well, Brad James has played what, three games now at the club. And Obviously, he had that blunder at Sutton. It was a bit of a howler, but you know, it happens to keepers. Um, but he did do well in the few things he had to do against Weymouth. They had a few decent attacks. I remember one where the striker took it around him, he made a great recovery. Uh, but I think Challenger will stick with James after that clean sheet against Weymouth. It's about building confidence as a keeper, and he's had a great game last game. Um, good clean sheet on, on like under the belt. Uh, it was a good win by the team as well. So that confidence was just. Breathe, breathe through him. Um, he's got a big game at the weekend. I'm sure he'll be more than capable. And yeah, I think after the last podcast, I think you know how much I rate Gary Little. I, vote, I think he'll be essential in the playoffs. His experience, he's been in one promotion with pools before, he's been and done it. Um, he'll be essential along with the rest of the defence, Cass, Sterry, Johnson, Ferguson. Um, just hopefully he's kept fit. Rapman will after the playoff game, we we'll get a win at the weekend. But yeah, again, hopefully Brad James won't have much to do us Bromley anyways, because you know, we'll be two, three, four 4 off with a bit of luck.
2: Yeah, you know, as you say, we've had this keeper debate a couple of times, you know, when Killip was fit and then obviously he became injured and there was talk of Ravas and and who was gonna come in, maybe Brad Young at the time. But you know, I like the look of Brad James. I said this to my dad when I was watching um, you know, the game that unfortunately we went and got hammered a couple of weeks ago. But You know, I didn't think he did too badly. Yes, he made a big mistake, but, you know, it takes guts to bring yourself back up and and keep going. And thankfully, he didn't have loads to do against Weymouth. But, you know, I, I think he's got a lot of potential, as both of you have said there, and maybe, you know, could bring him in on loan once again. But there is no doubt that this has been a successful season. Yes, there were some blips which maybe, you know, if these hadn't happened, we would have been challenging more for the title. But how key was that unbeaten run that we went on? And also, how will the 4-0 win on Saturday psychologically build confidence ahead of Sunday? Are you confident, despite them being, many including myself, would perhaps say our bogey team?
4: Yeah, I mean, if it was an away game at Bromley, I'd really have my doubts. I remember watching the away game. It was a tough game. It's on a plastic pitch. But, you know, we're at the Vic. We've got fans in as well, which is a massive, you know, it's a cliche, but they are the 12th man. Um, And I'm feeling confident ahead of Sunday. That 4-0 win against Wameen proves we are a threatening attack. We we've knew all season, we batted Weldstone 7-2. Yeah, they might not be the best of teams, but you know how often is it that pools put seven past the team? It just shows how strong we are going forward. Uh, and we have attacking options all over the pitch. I know Mark Sheldon's had a great season getting forward this year. Down that right-hand side was sterry. Um, but we have the capability to put a few past Bromley if, if we're in our game and we get that early goal. I remember the home league game back in October, and I don't know how we didn't win that game, to be honest. So, you know, I am feeling confident. They are a bogey team, but let's see what Sunday brings.
1: But is there any chance that we can narrow that down to a prediction?
4: You know what? I'm thinking a 2-0 win to Pools. I think resorts has been on fire lately and Luke Armstrong will a goal. Hopefully he's back anyways. But, yeah, 2-0 Pools.
2: I really do hope you're right with that one. It'd make it much easier than a narrow, nail-biting win. Thanks once again for coming on, Luke. Enjoy Sunday and the build-up, if that's even possible. I don't know about you, but I'm extremely nervous already and have been all week. If you were able to say one thing to the players going into Sunday, just to
4: wrap up your section, what would you say to them? I would say just do the town proud again. Uh, get us through to that semi-final way to Stockport. I'm sure a will get a proper hartley speech in that dressing room to the players before the game anyways. He knows what the town means to him. So, yeah, do the town proud. And you've hit the nail on the head there, mate. Thanks for
2: coming on once again, Luke. Cheers, Jack. Cheers, Dave.
1: Well, Jack, we've heard from both Ben and Belly there about their thoughts going into Sunday. What are you feeling, and can I push you to give us a prediction? Yeah, mate, of course.
2: You know, there is no doubt it's going to be a tough one. It's a game that I'm extremely nervous about, but also excited. You know, I've been following Pose, as I mentioned at the top of the show, for the last 13 years, and it's the first opportunity some success since then. You know, I really hope we can get out of this league. I want to be able to go to bigger grounds and teams we should be playing without being disrespectful to the other clubs. We shouldn't be playing in this league. I think for me, going into Sunday, we need to play our game and focus on that. Yes, it is a massive playoff game to get into the next stage, but we just have to treat it like any other team. We've always seemed to struggle against Bromley, as we've mentioned, and I I don't know why that is. Perhaps, you know, the plastic pitch does play a part in that. You know, they're a team that is well organised, but also one where, as research referred to in his post-match interview after Weymouth, we just need to take our chances that we haven't done in the past against them. You know, in terms of prediction, I think it's going to be an extremely tough and tight affair. I'm not sure I can give you an exact score, to be honest. I think with Pulse fans, you know, they're going to be in. We'll have an advantage, I think, from that. And, you know, they'll be able to drive the boys on. This is probably a mixture of confidence from last week, but also positive thinking that will edge this one. But I know in the poll that we put out to you guys on Twitter, 78% of you voted for the option on the port. So let's hope that this is the outcome. Davo, what are you feeling?
1: I'm going to try and be confident, but I can't lie. I am really, really nervous. I know we've spoke about it in private and you've said the same thing. But I think, like you've said, this is going to be a really, really tough, intense match. Neither team will want to fall at the first hurdle. So saying that, I am going with a one-all draw after 90 minutes with pulls to win on penalties. However, I do really, really hope I am wrong on that one.
2: Well, that ties up the playoff quarterfinal preview. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, you know, it's given you some good pulls, chat and something to listen to in the build-up to Sunday's huge game against Bromley. Once again, a 2.30pm kickoff at Victoria Park. The game is live on BT Sport, and to those fortunate to be going, like Ben, Luke, and yourself, Davo, get behind the boys, make lots of noise, and hopefully we'll bring another podcast to you, previewing what would be another huge tie-away to Stockport. Follow us on Twitter if you don't already, HFC Chat, and on Facebook at Article United News. Keep the faith back the boys, never say die, and hopefully we will see you in the next episode.